Hello, I'm Alexia, and let me help you to take the fear out of birth with a mix of real-life positive birth stories and birthing experts sharing their wisdom. I'll also be sharing techniques for getting into the fearless birthing mindset. And join the Fearless Mumship community for bonus podcast episodes, access to free birth preparation downloads, and loads more stuff to help you to prepare for a positive birth. Join today at fearfreechildbirth.com. Hello and welcome back to the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. This is me, your host, Alexia Leachman. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, on today's show, we're going to be talking all about birth prep. And I'm totally inspired to want to share my views on birth prep with you because I've not long come out of running the Fearless Birth Prep Challenge. And the reason that I'm really excited about sharing, you know, just specifically focusing on birth prep is because I'm just seeing all the amazing comments and messages I'm getting from people telling me how helpful it has been to focus on certain aspects of birth preparation. So I know that many of you will be attending childbirth classes, antenatal classes, hypnobirthing classes and all that kind of stuff. And all that is brilliant. But I wanted to give more of an overview because it can be a lot. Some some of these classes can be quite narrow in their focus. So I wanted to give a sort of more of a broad brush view. And also I've developed a fearless birth prep program as part of my membership program as well. So when you join the Fearless Mummership, there is a whole birth prep program in there to take you through what I believe are some of the important and essential steps in your birth preparation. And many of these are missed out. Now, a lot of these were featured as part of the Fearless Birth Prep Challenge. And so I just want to talk through some of those with you today, because like I said, I'm getting some wonderful messages from people saying like there's one lady who's just emailed me yesterday who went into labour last weekend and they ended up not being able to go to their preferred hospital because it was full. So they had to go to another hospital. And she said that because she had planned for this, because she had prepared herself mentally for it, when it happened, she could just roll with it and she wasn't stressed out by it. And it made such a difference. But she would never have done that had it had it not been part of the steps that I was encouraging people to take as part of the fearless birth prep challenge. And so this, this is what I mean when I'm talking about being fearless in your birth. I'm not just talking about those deep rooted fears that can feel a bit scary, but I'm also talking about those minor little fears that might pop up as labour unfolds if things go a different way so that you can respond more flexibly and more confidently and you don't get stressed out on the day by whatever might happen because we just can't predict how things might go. But having said that, you know, you hear a lot that people say, oh, you can't predict how birth is going to go. Well, no, you can't. But there's only so many options available to you in terms of the way that your birth is going to go. You know, so within a sort of limited scope, we have got enough information about how birth happens to have a sense as to, well, it could go this way and it could go this way and it could go that way. So in a sense, you can prepare for the, in inverted commas, unpredictable. And so that's what I want to help you to do is just get prepared. And that means really extending the um, remit of what you're doing, sort of, you know, opening the net quite wide because 
There are going to be elements that are featured in many, many birth preparation classes or childbirth education classes that you go to. But I just want to sort of really give an overview. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk through some of the essential steps that you need to go through, at least I believe you need to go through, to help you to prepare for your birth so that you can approach it with confidence and fearlessness, because that is what I want to help you to achieve. Now, there is a free download that goes with today's episode, and I will give you all the details at the end if you are interested in getting the free download that goes with today's episode. Okay, so are you ready? What I'm going to talk through now are some of the essential steps that I believe that you need to go through to help you to prepare effectively for your birth. So the first one is this, and it's pretty obvious, but again, not many people do it. The first one is this, get clear on what you want. Now, because how can you prepare for something if you don't know what you want? So this bit's really, really important. You know, you've heard my other episodes on why winging it is such a bad birth plan. And if you haven't, then listen to the episode with Shalom of Rockstar Birth Magazine. And we talk, we spent the whole episode talking about why you do not want to wing it, why you don't want to go with the flow, because it basically, in a nutshell, it leads to a more difficult birth experience. So what does that mean? It means your labour is likely to be longer. It means you have more chance of experiencing a painful labour. You're more likely to have a medicalised labour and you're increasing your chances of ending up with a C-section. I mean, I don't know about you, but all of those seem like things that I really wanted to avoid when I was pregnant. So these are the reasons why it's worth being really, really well prepared. So when you think about what you want, it's also really important to think about what you don't want so that you can start getting savvy on both of those things and preparing for both of them. So when you're thinking about what you do want, you know, questions to think about might include like, where do you feel most safe? Because birth happens where mum feels the most safe. So if you feel safe in a hospital because you like having the protection of medical teams around you, then that's the great place for you to be. Whereas if hospitals freak you out, then that clearly isn't a good place for you to give birth. So, you know, you need to think about things like that. How do you feel about the medical staff? Like when I was running the Fearless Birth Prep Challenge, fear of medical staff was huge for the women in the group. They didn't trust their OB or they some of them didn't trust their midwives. And so, you know, this is a real issue that you need to resolve and, and really open up a dialogue with your medical staff so that you do trust them because you need to trust them. But if, you know, if you've got a big issue with medical staff, then obviously being in hospital is not going to help. So, you know, these are the kind of things that you really need to think about. But essentially, you've got to get clear on the kind of birth that you want and the kind of birth that you don't want. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about why you need to focus on the one that you don't want later. But it is a really important aspect of your birth prep. So that is basically one of the major steps. Now, the next one that I think is really, really important is getting savvy. Now, obviously, this podcast and all the interviews I have with the amazing experts that come on this show are really going to help you with that. Um, But yeah, getting savvy involves really getting down to the detail on the things that you need to be savvy about. So, you know, you need to understand birth, the birthing process. You need to understand the way that hormones can support you in birth. You need to understand things like dilation, things like the stages of labour, things like, you know, vaginal tearing, if that's one of your fears, and understand it, learn about it. Because it's only through learning that you can start to reduce your own fear of the unknown. Because a lot of women's fears when it comes to birth 
are down to fear of the unknown. And that's basically not being educated about birth. So this is what you need to do. Get educated, learn about it. So um, this is why this is so important. Now, again, because this is such an important part of birth prep, in my Fearless Mummership membership site, I've got a whole childbirth course in there that talks through all the stages of labour, all the different birth options, loads of birth professional stuff about which the birth professionals that can support you, vaginal tearing, it's all in there. You know, so all the things that you need to learn about to help you to reduce your fear. This is why it's really important to get savvy about your birth preparation and about your birth options and about birth in general. Now, the thing is, as I mentioned before, birth, it, there's nothing guaranteed. But this is why, and I just mentioned this before, you need to know what you do want and what you don't want. And the reason why you need to know about what you don't want is because it might happen to you. You know, you've got your birth plan A, which is your desired, your amazing, your ideal birth plan, which might be the beautiful water birth with aromatherapy and low lights, fairy lights, you know, all that kind of stuff going on. And then you've got sort of plan B where like, okay, I've need, I had to go into hospital or I've had to go into the birthing centre. And so I'm in a room, it's not my own room. The lights are a little bit brighter than I'd like. I haven't got complete privacy because some strangers wander in and out. You know, so this is a very different environment that you need to prepare for. And so this is why you need to get savvy about it, you know, understand what that room's going to look like, even though you might not ever want to go to that room to birth your baby. You might not ever want to go to that hospital ward. Go and have a look at it anyway, so that if that ends up being your plan B, and that's what happens, you are prepared mentally and emotionally for it. And the thing is, when you think about maybe your worst, your worst outcome, maybe you absolutely don't want the C-section and it's the last thing you want. Um, maybe you want the C-section. The last thing you want is to have a really fast labour that happens at home that gives you no time to get to hospital. You know, it's different for everybody. So you need to really be clear on on what those options are for you. But when you think about what your least preferred birth outcome is you know there could be a lot of fear that feeds that worst outcome so you think about c-sections you might be hugely fearful of c-sections and that's why you hate them or maybe you hate them and that's why you're scared of them so learn about them learn why they well why they're so brilliant learn why they're life-saving learn how they can support you because when you understand them and appreciate them then you're less likely to fear them and not want them so again learn how amazing home birth can be if that's not what you want for your birth this is such an important part of birth prep is appreciating the alternatives so that you can go with the flow and be better prepared emotionally and mentally. OK, so this is the kind of savviness that I want you to get going on, you know, and other elements, other questions you might want to think about asking yourself are these. So who do you want at your birth? You know, think about this family, friends, you know, Think about mother-in-laws or parent, whatever. Think about who you want to support you at your birth and make, you know, are they fully briefed on what you want? Are they on the same page as you? You know, are you okay telling them to get out of the room if, you know, really quickly they won't get offended if that's what you need? Because you remember, you've got to protect the birthing bubble. You've got to protect you. And so you can't have all these people there that you're trying not to offend while you're trying to stay in your birth zone. So it's not about not offending others. It's about them stepping out of the way and doing whatever is required to help you to be at your best. So yeah, think about who you want your birth. Think about pain relief options. You know, do you know what your options are? Do you know what the consequences of each pain relief option are? Are you happy accepting those? You know, do your research so that you know if you're asked on the day 
what your decision is in advance. So you've thought about it, you've researched it. You know, also think about induction. At what point are you happy to accept an induction? How are you going to resist induction? What questions are you going to ask? Have you found out the the induction policy at your hospital or the, the rate of inductions? You know, ask these kind of questions. Get savvy about it so that you are not, you know, let's say we're on the induction point, you're at 41 plus four and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm being pressured and I don't know what to do and I'm feeling stressed. You don't want to be in that place because you want to be in a place where you go, you know what, I'm not going to accept an induction until 42 weeks and that is my position. And so then you can kind of relax a little bit more and you can say, yeah, I'll go in for monitoring. Yeah, I'll go in for, you know, you can keep keep up on me, keep checking up on me. Um, But you've kind of thought it through in advance rather than getting all stressy and fearful at 41.4 weeks. And you're like, oh, my God, they've told me my placenta's going to do this. And they've told me that baby da da da. And they're scaring you with stuff. You know, if you've done your research in advance and when they say things like that to you, you are so much more prepared and you can deal with what they're saying to you rather than kind of falling into a fear response. So this is why you've got to do all this birth prep. Okay, so another one you need to do is obviously think about what your fears are. Now, obviously, I am going to say this because this is a fear-free childbirth podcast and I'm all about fear clearance. So, you know, tune into what your fears are. Be upfront about whether you've got any fears. Ask yourself if you've got any. Don't kind of pretend that you don't because if even if you consciously deny that you have fears, and let's say you do have fears, then they are going to come up. You can't just stick a plaster over these things and hope that they're going to go away. They will come and bite you on the bum, probably during birth. And this is why some births go a little bit awry. So you need to prepare for this. Be honest with yourself. Think about what your fears might be and do something about it while you can. You know, my experience of working with women around clearing their fears for birth means that there's, there are essentially two groups of fears that we have to deal with here. There's a fear of the unknown, which I've already talked about. You know, you get savvy on stuff and then suddenly it's not unknown and you're not fearful of it. And then you've got the deep rooted stuff, which is a bit more, um, they're a bit more hardcore. And you can identify a deep rooted fear by, um, you know, when you think about it, your body kind of responds to it. So you might suddenly tense up, cross your legs or start breathing heavily or feel a bit panicky or whatever it is that that's that's the sign of a deep-rooted fear that needs a little bit more attention um whereas if you've done loads of reading and now you feel quite relaxed about things then you've probably not got any deep-rooted fears so but be honest with yourself with this you know don't kind of pretend not to look at it don't think oh, i can't look at this because i can't let my mind go here you know when we had the fearless birth prep challenge there were some women that got a little bit you know once they started thinking about their fears it kind of freaked them out short term and it might do it will do i'm not going to say it won't but then they were able to start getting to grips with it. They were start able to start dealing with them, facing up to them, doing the necessary research, asking the right questions, having a look inside, asking themselves some questions. And that enabled them to start moving through them. You can't start that process if you're not even aware of what your fears are. So I definitely encourage you to really think about the fear piece. And you absolutely do not want to be going into your birth with fear because fear has got a direct physiological impact on your birthing body. You know, I'm not making this stuff up. If you've listened to any number of my episodes, you'll know that, you know, this stuff is backed by science. We had, you know, listen to the episode with Hannah Darlin and Kate Levitt, where they're talking at length about the importance of getting fear, you know, getting rid of fear from the birth room. And, you know, the way that fear can affect you in birth, there's three major ways that fear can affect your birth. It will slow labour down, if not stop it altogether. And that's because of the impact it has on your hormones. You know, it brings out adrenaline, which basically kicks out oxytocin and endorphins out of the way, which are the ones that 
give you the pain relief and keep labour moving. So that's why it's going to slow labour down. You know, it's going to increase the likelihood of you experiencing pain because once you haven't got the endorphins there, you, or your natural pain relief's gone. And so you'll just going to experience more pain as a result of that. But also you've got the fear, tension, pain cycle going on, which means that your fear will create pain as well. So there's a double whammy going on there. But also, finally, the thing that's really, I think, quite crucial is that when you're fearful, you're more likely to have a birth that ends in an instrumental delivery or a C-section. And so if you absolutely don't want to go down that route, then, you know, do what you can while you've got the time, which means doing this in pregnancy or even before pregnancy, if you're at the stage where you're trying to conceive at the moment. So this is why it's really, really important to focus on the fear piece and do something about it. Um, and again, in my fearless mothership, we've got fear clearance classes and fear clearance meditations and all that kind of stuff to help you because the fearless mothership is all about helping you to prepare for that fearless birth and become a fearless mama. So fear clearance is obviously a huge part of what I want to teach you because I know it's important and I know that this work can be done. It's, you know, it's fears can be cleared really quickly and really effectively. Anyway, the next thing I really think is important as part of your birth prep is doing what you can to boost your birth confidence. Now, there are two sides to everything, as we know, right? There's yeah, we all know there's two sides to everything. And so I've just talked about fears. But the flip side of that is your confidence. And they both affect each other. And so the more you have of one, you tend to have less of the other. So you've got to try and, you know, work with the, your confidence levels, work with your fear levels and do what you can to keep one down and move the other one up so that you can really move yourself over to that confident place on the scale. So, you know, think about ways that you can boost your birth confidence because how you feel about birth is just going to be so important. So finding ways to do this is just going to be, this is just a huge part of your birth prep. So, you know, what can you do that you can be listening to positive birth stories, like all the ones on the podcast, right? Stop listening to the scary ones. Tell people around you who are telling you their scary stories to just stop and you're not interested, that you'd rather hear the story after you've given birth, you know, seek out some of those positive sources of birth information check your Facebook feed, make sure that you're not part of scary groups and that you're joining and liking pages and joining groups where there's supportive information. You know, come and join the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook group. We've got loads and loads of members in there now, loads of birth professionals who are more than willing to share their expertise. So, you know, you have any questions, it's a safe place and you know that you're going to see information that's going to support you in your goal of having a fearless birth. So, you know, be mindful of what you're permitting to come into your world and using Facebook is a really great way to start really editing what is coming into your world so that you can support your mindset and boost your confidence you know getting more savvy about the birth process I've talked about getting savvy already but that's a huge part of birth confidence also birth affirmations a lot of people like doing vision boards and birth affirmations so this is a really really great thing as well get some more birth books, watch some birth documentaries. You know, there's loads of really lovely documentaries that you can see. Some of them are free on YouTube. Um, there are other sources of really great birth documentaries out there. So seek them out and start watching them, you know, because that will really help you to shift your mindset on what is possible in birth and therefore how natural this is and how you can actually do this, you know, to really start integrating those beliefs and thoughts for yourself that you really can do this. So that is, you know, this is such a huge part of it. But the thing is, you know, you can do loads to boost your birth confidence, but you really do need to make sure that you're doing the fear stuff too and clearing that because if you've got a load of fears under the confidence, it's not going to be solid. You want to make sure that your confidence is built on a solid footing, not built on sand. And it'll be on sand if you don't do the fear clearance work as well. So you do need to take a, a double pronged approach here to make sure that you're really building 
solid real confidence and not kind of a slippery one that's just going to collapse at the first little nudge of of scariness or, or challenges or emotional upset or whatever you need to make sure that you're really feeling strong to the core on this you know so um anyway so the next thing that i think that is really important is your birthing tools so what do i mean by birthing tools these are things techniques tools tips whatever you want to call them things that you can do to get you into a good place so these are things that you might be using in uh, while you're still pregnant you know relaxation techniques breathing meditation um, fear clearance there might be you know um, chanting if mantras you know whatever your thing is aromatherapy these are all ways that you can use to manage your state and to reduce your stress boost your levels of relaxation, you know, whatever it is that you need to do. There are loads of tools and techniques out there. There might be some that you're using already as part of other things that you do in your life. Maybe you're in sport and therefore you're using visualisation already as part of your sports, um, the work that you do in that. Maybe there are things that you're using in other parts of your life that really support you. So, you know, think about what those things are and borrow them for birth. But the thing about these tools is you can't just sort of figure this out, you know, in the last week of your pregnancy because you need to practice using them. So you need to, again, start preparing in advance. Um, And so I think there's sort of three areas really that you can focus on when when you think about your birthing tools. The first one is about pain management. Now, obviously, pain is a huge aspect of a lot of takes up a lot of headspace among pregnant women when they think about birth because they just imagine that birth is the most painful thing ever and yes while it can be for some it's not for everybody but it can be quite scary just thinking about pain and wondering how you're going to cope with pain and or reduce pain or whatever you know anything like that so thinking about pain management techniques is really a really great place to start in terms of finding some birth tools and whether or not you want to get a tens machine whether or not you want to learn acupressure techniques get your partner to learn acupressure techniques you know there are loads of things that you can seek out and start practicing using them so that you find something that works for you you don't want to be doing this in week 39 because you just won't have the time so again start early okay start early another thing you might want to be doing is learning relaxation techniques so you know if things get a little bit fraught in labor you might want to be able to you have some tools that you know that can really get you back to a good place really quickly you know breathing is such a huge part of this. So practice some breathing techniques, find what works for you. You know, is it is it mantra chanting? I've had, you know, there's Melissa who shared her birth story on the podcast. She said it's all about the, she used mantra chanting and it really helped her. I started doing a bit of mantra chanting about a year ago and I found it really, really great. So, you know, find this stuff, try stuff out, go and test it, see if it works for you uh, and start knowing that these are tools that you don't have to think about when you want to use them because when you're in the birthing zone you do not want to engage the thinking part of your brain you want to just switch into doing stuff automatically that you can do without thinking because the minute you start engaging the thinking part of your brain you're getting out of the birthing bubble so this is why you've got to prepare this is why you've got to practice and then the other the other element of tools I think is worth thinking about is mindset management so I've talked about relaxation but mindset management is a bit different so it might be things like um, fear clearance tips on the day it might be things that you can use to just get rid of those fears that are popping up you know whether it is restoring getting you back into a breathing exercise that can enable you to shift your mindset away from the chit chatter in your head and onto something else that means you can get back into your zone you know learning techniques that manage the mental processes that are going on and help you to shift rather than get caught up in the emotional piece that then will have a physiological effect on your body this is really important stuff to learn as well so again you know you, you're going to have to sort of practice this stuff in advance so you know start looking for some of these techniques so that you can start practicing and preparing them 
So those are just a few things that I think are really important elements to include as part of your birth preparation. Now, I did mention at the beginning of the podcast that I have got a free download to go this episode. So the free download I've got to go to this episode is basically my free nine steps to a fearless birth. So I'm just summarising exactly what those nine steps are so that you can start basically diving in and preparing yourself in with more well, with more direction and confidence so that you can start preparing. You know, if you want to come into the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook group and come and have a look at the responses that some of the ladies who are doing the Fearless Birth Prep Challenge were saying to some of these things I've just shared with you today, how important um, they, they found doing some of this stuff, how it helped them, just so that you can get a sense of why this stuff's really, really important to do. If you don't believe me when I'm sitting here going, yeah, do all this prep work, it's really, really worth doing, don't have to listen to me, just come into the group and see what the other ladies are saying, because they all said that doing this prep challenge, doing this, you know, focusing on your birth prep and being really rigorous and sticking with it can really pay off dividends in terms of boosting your confidence. Because the other thing about this, which I haven't really touched on, which is pretty obvious, actually, but, you know, when you approach this with a kind of a project management mindset or a kind of, you know, you're thinking about, okay, I've got these nine things I've got to do and I'm going to tick this off and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do my homework and it's all nice and structured. You just feel like you're in control of this and, you know, not being in control, feeling out of control is such a huge element of what destabilizes pregnant women and women in birth is this feeling that they're you know their body's out of control their body's growing things are out of control birth will be out of control and so you can start feeling like you're more in control when you start preparing in a more cohesive manner so you know this can really help you in terms of moving yourself much nearer to being able to have that fearless birth because you're feeling so much more confident and so much more in control and empowered you know that's the other thing is feeling empowered about the decisions that you're making feeling like you're making these decisions and you own your birth not somebody else is telling you what to do not somebody else is scaring you into making a decision you've done your research and you know what you want to make as a decision and you've read all the evidence you've read all the stuff about it because you've done your homework. So this is the value of preparing. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to stop there because I feel like I've banged on about this enough. If you haven't got it already, then hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully this has been a useful episode for you to really get a little bit more focused in your birth prep. And uh, I would urge you to do this, to start focusing on this as soon as possible in your pregnancy. We've had some people on the birth prep challenge who weren't even pregnant because they just want to be on it. They want to be on it like a car bonnet and really own their pregnancy and do everything they can. And for those women, I salute you. I want to give you a great big hug because seriously, preparing for pregnancy before pregnancy is even better. But obviously, if you're pregnant and you want to start now, it's never too late. If you absolutely have to start doing this at some point before you go into birth, if you want to avoid the potential downsides of winging it in your birth plan. Okay, so if you want to get the download that accompanies this episode, then all you need to do is go to fearfreechildbirth.com forward slash 322. That's 322, which is the number of this episode. And you'll be able to see the podcast show notes for this episode, along with the download box that all you need to do is pop your email in and you will receive the nine steps to a fearless birth straight into your inbox. Okay, I hope that this episode has been useful for you. And if you have any questions, then come and find us in the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook group. Bye for now. 
You've just been listening to me, Alexia Leachman, here on the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, this is just a wee reminder that if you'd like to listen to bonus podcast episodes and have access to loads of birth preparation downloads, my video mini-series on reducing your fears and so much more, then join the Fearless Mamaship community today. You can join at fearfreechildbirth.com. Until next time, bye for now.